Welcome to the Hydric and Struggles Leadership Podcast. Hydric is the premier global provider of senior level executive search and leadership consulting services. Diversity and inclusion, leading through tumultuous times, and building thriving teams and organizations are among the core issues we talk with leaders about every day, including in our podcasts. Thank you for joining the conversation. Hello everyone, I'm Chiara Berlendi, Principal at Idric and Struggles Milan office and member of the consumer markets practice focusing on fashion, luxury and design industries. In today's podcast, I'm talking to Lucas Burlatti, CEO of Pattern Group, a leading company in engineering, pattern making and producing collection for the most prestigious fashion and luxury brands for Runway Show. Luca joined Pattern in 2012 as their group CEO. He started his career in HR and moved to the CEO role in 2010 for the Azimut Benetti Group. Luca, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, Chiara. How would you sum up what it is like uh, to be a CEO today? In your opinion, what leadership skills are needed uh, to succeed? Uh, the idea is that the leadership skills are uh, strongly changing during the last few years. There are three main characteristics that I want to mention to you, Chiara. The first one is about geopolitics. Compared to, let me say, uh, a pretty uh, simple world that we experiment until uh, 2019, 2018, world is completely changed uh, and uh, the pandemics and the world situation still we have uh, make us in a very different position compared to what was the usual business as it was uh, before. Now, geopolitics. Can you imagine the impact on supply chain we experiment today on luxury? Also, if we produce basically made in Italy, there are a lot of suppliers that are coming from China and both for pandemics and because the supply chain was completely disrupted. You can imagine the cost of just shipping a container from China. That was 10 times 2020, 2021 compared to 2019. So the effect of geopolitics on our business was absolutely impacting every single phase of our industry. Now, this means that if you are not aware of what has happened, you are not uh, performing well your job. Now, everybody in our field, for example, is reconsidering their supply chain. And it means that there is a bigger shoring on luxury, and, but also on premium sector of lifestyle industries back from uh, Far East to uh, Europe. So this is the first uh, skill that I want to mention to you. The second one is related with what is happening around other industries. Fashion, it's a very old uh, uh, industry. Why that? Because steel is the last one where you use, we strongly use and the cost of the end works is uh, still very strong meaning that it can impact half of the bill of material total cost, meaning bill of material plus uh, labor cost make 50 and 50. Now, everybody 
went uh, far east to lower uh, labor costs. And now being back, meaning that the average cost is mounting up. Now, the observation of other industries and the, particularly on technologies, it's really important on understand how we can do better and how our industry will be strongly impacted impacted by technologies during the next 10 years. Meaning not just on engineering, but also on production phase. And the third point is related to something that everybody said, okay, we are good on that, we are perfect, but it's quality. Back to basics of quality, rather than being just focused on margins. To me, it's something absolutely important, particularly if you work on niche categories or niche markets. Europe, and particularly Italy, is full of high-potential SMEs, middle-cap companies, but they must maintain their capacity on being the best on quality. So our idea, and I try to explain to all our employees, is being focused on long-term. And the, I, what we discuss and, and then we share with our employees on new strategic uh, plan was a payoff that was before the war then. Uh, that uh, playoff we decided together is uh, um, expect the uh, unexpected. So how do you focus on quality while being a listed company that needs to keep on uh, bringing results at a certain pace? First, first of all is that uh, we had the opportunity to choose the investor once we had our IPO. So we choose investors that are long-term investing strategy. The second thing is, is that uh, our company uh, is strongly involved on ESG, uh, real ESG, not just greenwashing. And we are probably the only one or one of the few in Italy that, have, that has um, an external ESG rating made by Carbon Disclosure Project, project CDP. That means that uh, there are investors that they want ESG company for a long-term strategy. So it's a connection. And lastly, Chiara, is that uh, on the financial meetings during the quarterly review with the financial institution, I'm very clear. And it was really clear also during IPOs. I say, listen, this is an industrial company. I can perform an EBITDA, an average EBITDA in between 10 and 14%. There is a good EBIT and net results because not big capital invested. But this is our field. If you look for a short-term investment on other technology fields, move away from us. So being clear with investors. How do you think your CHRO experience prepared you for the CEO role you're covering today? So what was the biggest stretch uh, from you from a CHRO to a CEO position? And also what do CHRO, in your opinion, bring uh, in a CEO role that other colleagues coming from other CE functions may, may not? The reality is that uh, particularly on our industry, that is the lifestyle industry, 
the human being is absolutely fundamental. Now, uh, as HR, I work on uh, selection and staffing. I work on trainings. I work on, car I work on careers. I work on higher uh, CEOs. So this is something that once you change your, your role, you can just apply and uh, work on, on the same principles you explained to everybody before. Now, this is the first topic. The second one is, and everybody say, but you have done to work on this way, as a chart, work a real business partner. So be curious about the field, the shop floor, spend every day on the shop floor. The best way is working with uh, your shop floor people, not just white colors, but also blue colors, and learning about them, how your products are made. And once you learn about the, the products, you have much interesting keys. Basically, not just working on the shop floor, but working on the, also on retail field. So the two phases are keys. And once you learn as HR, to, you can do better your job as HR, but at the same time you learn about your next position of CEO. The other things that I share with our employees is you have to enjoy. Enjoy your job. We, have a, we are in a very nice field. We manage really nice garments. I say to everybody, listen, the price of those garments are in between a Vespa and a motorcycle. <laughs> so imagine for your hand customer, the value of what you have in your hands. So you have to enjoy your job. And so being passionate. Once you have those uh, characteristics on the job you do, then you will perform better. And so moving on to pattern, What does it stand as an organization? What, what is the culture like at Pattern Group? We are based on three main uh, values. Uh, the idea is being focused on technology. So technology as a key in every single job we do. Unless the technology was not very integrated with the luxury and fashion. Second is regarding ESG. We were the first company that uh, certify the supply chain and uh, social accountability, ASA 8000. The first one with sustainability reports, applying the GRI international standards, 2015, we started. So you can easily read it uh, on pattern.it. And um, the third part is human being. We said that uh, human knowledge is key. So, for example, to do and to have a pattern makers moving from a junior level to a mid-level, it takes eight years. So every senior one is working without a junior one. And before we expose the younger pattern makers to the designers, it takes eight years. So it's a very long term. So that's why at the end, just the definition for pattern is being, uh, we said in Italiano, artigiani tecnologici, meaning uh, trying to translate craftsmanship and technology. 
this flavor makes us different. And I guess one way in which you are certainly uh, cascading this culture down the organization is also what you just shared with us, uh, being very clear, treating everyone the same way, doing your job with passion, keep on researching, keep on being curious. Is there anything else you would like to add? Really simple things. Also, as a now we started with like very small company. Today we are close to thousand people. Uh, uh, under 230 million turnover uh, with uh, all the recent acquisition. We have uh, 13 um, companies integrated. Every six months, I spend time with everybody and I do trip around Italy, doing meetings with all the people together, explaining what we do, what we did uh, well, uh, the errors we did, because Everybody, we are humans, we do errors. So the courage to say, okay, we have to improve and then having a vision for the next year. So spending time with everybody at the same time is something that helps us a lot on also giving this passion and uh, trying to explain. And the other things is the previous owners of the company that we acquire, they, yeah, they, they, they stay with us as minority shareholders, and to transmit their culture together with ours, we enforce and we are stronger than uh, before. What do you think are the basic characteristics of sustainable fashion design and what are the skills of sustainability-oriented leaders? There are two main characteristics. The first one, if you want to do really sustainable products, you have to start from the design now, there is something that we can change on the mind of designers and also on their skills. So it starts from schools and design schools. That's why we collaborate strongly with design schools. Because if you want to move from sustainability to circularity, you have to start from the design part. So this is the first skill. The second one is much more related with company into the value in the supply chain and value chain or luxury or our industry that we have to remember is the second most polluted company uh, industry around, mostly because the fast fashion, but in any case, it's the second industry. So the second thing is measure yourself and make improvement plan, as we did uh, with this program that was to be at least on the hour quarter by 2023 carbon neutral, and we achieve it. Now, the company I'm sitting in is uh, completely carbon neutral, thanks uh, to everything we did, included a very strong geothermal plant that make us completely uh, autonomous on gas and energy together also with a very fo strong photovoltaic plant. So we can do things, we have to measure, build up uh, an improvement plant, remeasure, and restart again. <laughs> but often the most uh, important things in life are simple, which doesn't make it them easy, but they're simple. This is an HR things that I learned. Make it simple. And sometimes you have difficult uh, stuff, but at the end you, you take the, and you build up a simple way, super simple vision that you share with everybody. And then you deal with bricks that are single bricks where you simplify the single bricks and then you build up a very strong house with the simple bricks together. Looking ahead, 
which specific leadership skills and capabilities would you say will be the most important uh, for your company to meet its strategic goals over the next three to five years? We have to maintain and develop one of the, the characteristics that I mentioned to, to you, that is being human. What is changing? There are big, a lot, lot of tensions with pandemics. We change our way of, of, of working, of living. There is a, a big war around so being human. And how would you say you, you can, in, three, in three, three advices as to how you can stay and com- continue being human? in a day-to-day at work, in an organization? Observe and talk with everybody. Continuous learning. And uh, as I said before, being focused on quality of your products. Margins are coming. It's a result of those three characteristics. E alla fine anche enjoy. Yes. So Luca, thank you. Thank you so much for making the time Grazie. today, for taking the time today to speak with us at Hydrogen Struggles. Thanks for listening to the Hydrogen Struggles Leadership Podcast. To make sure you don't miss more future shaping ideas and conversations, please subscribe to our channel on the podcast app. And if you're listening via LinkedIn, Twitter or YouTube, why not share this with your connections? Until next time.